It's good to be in the glory. He's got you and me, brother. brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta get the brother. brother. Where art thou? Where is thou? I'm in the lower garden. You know what God told me? I figured out some mysteries. I never knew this. I'm sure most of you did. I'm the last one to realize some of this stuff. The last one to know. He told me that Adam and Eve weren't tempted in the Garden of Eden above. There's no Satan in God's garden in heaven. They were tempted in the Garden of Eden below. Satan was in the Garden of Eden on earth. They had already fallen. So that makes a lot more sense. Truth anyhow. There's a Garden of Eden above and a Garden of Eden below. My question is how many gardens we even to fall out of before we learn something. Okay? Get it together. You know, fall out of the little backyard garden. You know. Celestial mystery. I've fallen from the backyard garden and can't get worse. 
<laughs> Progressive From revelations. From the ghetto community garden. <laughs> Puzzle How pieces. How much further can I go? Revelatory mechanics. Even the bunnies don't have these problems. That's Even the bodies don't have these problem ministers. Bunnies or bodies? Bunnies. Bunny bodies. <laughs> and the busy bodies. Oh, hallelujah. They got problems. Oh, the busy body anointing. Mm -hmm. So, have you heard how so and so is doing lately? <laughs> What's the latest gossip? <laughs> Bless their uh, heart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah, let's let's pray for him in our prayer chain to bind him with Christian sorcery. I'll be I'll be driving down the road. The demonic assignments that you deal with as you're pioneering are mostly from Christians praying their will. It's called anointed witchcraft, and y'all deal with it. Hallelujah. You'll deal with it anytime you rise because when you rise, remember Job's friends and family were the only ones trying to hold him down with what? Word curses and witchcraft prayers. And who was trying to kill David? Family. Yep. His son, his, his father-in-law. Definitely his in definitely the in-laws are always trying to kill brothers him. I know. I'm just kidding, you know. <laughs> That'll heal somebody out there. His his first <laughs> wife turned against him. Adam was, was Mikhail. Oh. Was still against uh, oh yeah Lilith. Lilith that yeah. went pretty bad. Lilith, Lilith and Mikhail, probably, probably the same principality in hell. I was like, oh god, don't remind me. Like I used to be married to that. It's like uh, yeah, I don't, I, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> First marriage didn't work out. Teaching angel here. No, that's not the same angel in hell. Okay, it's no. not the same angel in hell, right? Oh yeah, a note for our note takers. <laughs> if you want to write this one down for your angel sapphire stone charts, important on the on the sapphire stone of Gevra, also known as Mars, represented in Mars in our solar system. Uh, you might notice the the word Kamael there. I believe that is also a holy angel. But a, what happened in the curse of the fall? Mm. We have okay the fallen sapphire stones where there has been portals of hell on the inside of man, the head and the hand. Which part of Jezebel got did not get eaten? The head and the hand, right? Gavura and Dat. Yep, Gavura and Dat. So basically, who? Like Michael where, Jordan on Mars, mm -hmm. the Martians? Where Jezebel's power comes down from is through the head and the hand of fallen men, especially from, you know, believers who tap into the flow of things and they want to pervert that. So, but anyway, so. The head and the hand. Those are usually the when you deal with Gevra, that's kind of a portal of hell. And then Da'at is like that, the bone throne of Satan, basically. Portal, you know, the battlefield is the mind. And yes, for those who are the Mandalorian fans, Mandalore, you've been wondering, which which one is Mandalore? Which of the planetary powers is Mandalore? That is Da'at. I know some of you probably thought it was uh, Keter, but it's not. It is Da'at. And that is this is this better is the deep prepare cut. yourselves for some Disneyland, Disneyland theology. theology. We got it because we need it. We Disney need it. doctrine. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you remember the moment where they said they've made our home planet into their base of operations? First, they said it's cursed. Nobody go there. It's cursed. Right? Stay out of the mind. The brain is the problem. Stay out of there. But guess what? That's where the best scar is. We got the water in the background because the Little Mermaid. <laughs> 95 is it a black is it black tomato is, is she black or is she white 
Or did it was an AI creation neither? Okay. You don't make a big deal of anything in the flesh. I yep. tell you what. You conquer celestial spheres, you reveal all the works of the devil as angels. And you can actually start to see where the celebrities have been deified by the devils. And it becomes really clear, Elon Musk, Mars, Michael Jordan, Mars. You go, go down the list of every celebrity, king, general, those that you're supposed to devour in the book of Revelation, mm -hmm. and you can point out at what sapphire sphere their mm -hmm. altar is that has deified them by serving mm -hmm. the fallen angels of light yep. to be great in Babylon the Great. That's where it comes down from. Oh yeah, so for your notes for Gevra, it's Kamael is there. So, but that on the inverse side of things, the shell or the uh, the uncircumcised part that covers it, the black or if you want to call it the black sapphire stone or the false sapphire stone, the one of the enemy in that one is actually Samael. So that is the so that's why you can Samael sorry, is, uh, is identical to Satan. Right. Now, his is technically on uh, Hod, below it, but that's where the power comes down, through the hand. And Hod, if you imagine this as the hand, Hod would be, imagine it like an orb that's in the hand. So imagine Hod in the hand of Gevra, which is prophecy. Now, uh, Hod and Netza, those are those the two legs of prophecy. That's where prophecy comes down from. That's where you get all the false prophecy that's going on. Those being uncircumcised is how there's so much of the false prophetic, and that's what you've largely had to deal with and battle with your whole life, just trying to make your way through the charismatic church. Now remember the doctrine, every good and perfect thing comes down. Here's where it comes down from in reality. Right. You know, you've had the first century apostles give generic truths, which you needed. It's called laying foundations. And you build upon every generation of apostolic teaching until you have the detailed understanding in the last generation of apostles. When and that's you, what's happening. When you come into the season of your life where the birds are singing, mm. that is when you are making your way from the moon to Hod and Netza. Like pigeons over your car wash. Well, maybe like nice doves that don't We just don't got poop. her car detailed today. Nice Doves that don't poop from mysteries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just the white dove. Just the white dove. He releases his drop-ins and your car is even cleaner. <laughs> That's so gross. Amen. Amen. But yeah, so the those are the legs of prophecy. So what do you have to stand on, right? So you stand on the truth, uh, develop the sexual purity. Um, when you are looking at Gevra as a portal, you understand instead of Samael... The, the the of his darkness Samuel the prophet he was a great overcomer in the kingdom of God in the old covenant mm. he dedicated his whole life essentially to purifying Netza which is one of the false prophet legs he brought true prophecy through Netza when Samael came and attacked from the left and all that the the left hand was attacking the kingdom of God in Samuel's time, he was restoring Netza. He was restoring true prophecy on that right side. And so, when you're looking at sapphire stones and your angels for your charts, when it comes to Gevra, I would write down there Samuel the prophet, the angel of Samuel the prophet. Mm. And that's important because as you rise to the different worlds, 
Each sapphire stone is filled with so much, you could spend an eternity just studying one. Mm -hmm. So how do you know how much of which one to study? And am I just going to study for 500 years and study in God outside mind bewitchment or in just religion or people pleasing, whatever. You People tend to study to show themselves full of revelation to be approved by man for showing that they have revelation that others don't have. Yeah, that's nonsense. The most important thing is running the race. Yep. So now we study. Sprint up the sapphire yes. stones. We study to show ourselves approved to go to the next sapphire stone. Mm. So that's the basis for all study is not to show yourself to have all this revelation. Anybody know what verse that is in Isaiah? Isaiah 54, 11. He lays your foundations with sapphires. And Isaiah saw into the realm of Berea. So that would make you a good Berean. <laughs> oh, and Berea yes. is soul. Berea? Oh, I like, okay, I know everyone likes to look at it in that. I look at it on the other inverse side. So I don't like to, I don't like to think in that way. But, right. but yeah, I just, I like it. Spirit, soul, mind, and flesh all becoming transfigured yeah. through rising. They do correspond to your divine body. You could say Jesus Christ went ahead of you to prepare mansions. What are mansions? You could say it's a divine body. It's a dwelling place. He prepared a body for me. So your body on earth is a mansion called the temple of the Holy Spirit or mansion of the Holy Spirit. Now your dwelling place above as you rise from the dead, first in the natural, then in the spiritual. So you have the natural wisdom first. Then the spiritual wisdom second. It does take the natural realm as foundations and even natural spirituality, which is really the false prophet, into the true prophet. You can see most people have to go through the false, like all of us, pretty much anyone that ever grows in the history of the world, goes through the false in order to identify the true. Otherwise, there's no value on it for you because Satan's false gold can just deceive you and it's not even the real deal so until a person has experienced the false and the flesh and the false prophet the red dragon and the beast there's no value to the true prophetic of god very little because he can get you with trinkets he can get you with fool's gold he can get you with black sapphires black gold black silver which is representing in the shadow version of the true realities thereof. So the shadows do come first. Isn't it written? Shadows or phantoms have been my rivals. So in the wilderness, they were getting the shadows of God. You can say shadows of the demonic. What are demons? Demons are shadows of angels. They won't pretend to be shadows. They won't pretend to be demons. They'll pretend to be angels, the apostles say. Angels of light that deceive. So the whole kingdom of hell is a shadow version of the kingdom of heaven pretending to be heaven. That's why everyone is deceived to different measurements. Everyone. So you go through it and you realize, man, that was just way off. And you humble yourself. The cross gets bigger, terminating the human understanding or the human will, the human brain, the human reasoning, the human senses. And you get more of the divine by recognizing what's wrong. That's why scripture says all wrongdoing shall cease. Because if people will max out wrongdoing and find no pleasure in it anymore. 
Once you maxed out alcohol, you got sober because it wasn't fun anymore. Once you maxed out all the dumb stuff we've ever done in our lives, we repented because it turned into death. And so it shall be for all civilization and all things. Because the world is learning. Generations are learning through what they suffer. And so the school of hard knocks is absolutely real. If you look at planet Earth, that's how they learned. And after they've been beaten up by their own sins and wrongdoing and all their own ideas and opinions about everything, they become teachable called clay in the potter's hand. Teach me, Father. I will be humble to learn and be formed into anything you desire. We don't get in the way anymore. Why? Because when we were in the way, everything was wrong. Now that we're in his way, he's our righteousness. Everything gets right. So it's all about a yieldedness, the marriage covenant to someone stronger than us. What is it written? Peter, when you were younger, you went and did whatever you wanted to do. Very low-level commitment as an apostle. That's what Jesus Christ said. Very low-level commitment. You did your own thing, Peter. When you're older, someone stronger than you will bind you and take you places you don't want to go. Which means the older or the maturity is a losing of your will and desire for self. You really get married to the Holy Ghost. Before you're married to Jesus, you'll be married to the Holy Spirit. And faithful. And true. And obedient. And humble. And my sheep hear my voice. How is he speaking to you today? Through the Holy Spirit of God. When you begin to consistently hear and obey the Spirit of Christ, then you begin to encounter Jesus afterwards. Isn't that what Jesus Christ said? I will send the Spirit and he will lead you to me. So by the confession of Jesus Christ, you experience the Holy Spirit first, Jesus second, Father God third. Very few people have actually experienced Jesus. Truth anyhow, they've experienced the Holy Spirit. Third person of the Trinity who leads us to Jesus. Why do we experience so little of Jesus in reality? Because we disobey the Holy Ghost. Simple as that. We need a people that are totally zealous for the passion and the will and the desire of the person of the Holy Spirit. Let it just consume your brain. Your brain. It has to consume your mind. Take back Mandalore. <laughs> Until your mind's consumed, the demon can get you with small stuff. You'd be distracted your whole life, think you're doing God's will, but you didn't follow the Holy Ghost. God doesn't want his people to perish for lack of no knowledge. What's the knowledge? Knowledge of knowing the Holy Spirit. That, the Holy Spirit of knowledge, the Holy Spirit of knowledge, that literally, the Holy Spirit of Hakma, of Bina, and you go through the whole thing, it's Da'at. So it's literally the Holy Spirit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Fools, it says, Da'at means knowledge in Hebrew. Fools despise wisdom and knowledge, it is written in the book of Proverbs. And so, instead of just, remember, we're talking about, you know, instead of just fleeing from all those things, we want to bind the word of God to the hand and to the head. You ever seen the Jewish Teflon? They take the word of God and they have these straps and they they bind it and they wrap it around seven times. How many worlds are there plus mm. the, the layers of Yetzirah included? Seven. Seven. They wrap it around seven times. You know scripture doesn't say world word or world singular, mm-hmm. but worlds, worlds plural every time. Okay, you can find that verse. Yeah. That's so good. And then they bind it, the top one, they bind the verse to their head. So that represents that 
binding of the word of God, right? Because you don't want to just loose things from your soul. You also need to bind the things of God to your soul, right? To your spirit, to your soul, to your mind. So that portal of Da'at, that's like the bone throne Should have uploaded that diagram. Show you the seven worlds. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get do to that seven. tomorrow. Yeah, let's see that tomorrow. It'll be fun. We'll do the angels and all that. Um, so you're binding the word of God to Gevra. So that seals that portal that over the sun, sealing, song of songs. And where's Gevra? It's your arm, right? It's all the left from your heart, your arm, and your hand, representing the cosmic body, right? Because it's your cosmic body of and sapphire Gevra stone. is the Hebrew word for might. Yep, spirit of might. So the spirit of might. Seven spirits of God, cosmic menorah. So those two portals of what tends to be the portals of hell within, right? Because all they work through is fallen human blood. They need fallen human blood and vessels to siphon from, to steal from, to work and operate in the earth, Satan's kingdom. Satan's kingdom, he tries to build with living stones. He tries to counterfeit everything God does. God builds with living stones. Satan tries to build with living stones. So that's his using of people who are still in the body, their blood, Mm-hmm. And their life, their life force, their thoughts, their actions, their words, their deeds, working unrighteousness and calling it righteousness, or just people who are straight out okay with just being wicked and are like, sure, sign me up. You know, that's what they do. Not us, not in this place, and not you today. Not, remember, not today, Satan. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, yeah. If, if you can't so, what are the stones? Stones represent brains. Out of these stones, I can yeah. raise children for Israel. If Satan builds with living stones, what is Satan building with? Everyone disagreeing with Jesus Christ in their brain, which is most the earth right now. Right. So we're living stones that yield our brain mm-hmm. for the building of his kingdom. That's Anyone that doesn't yield their brain is a stone in Satan's kingdom mm-hmm. building Babylon the Great. Right. And they do that under the guise often of religion. That's why the religious demon is so dangerous because... The sin of those thoughts and ways of Satan that's in the fallen angel nature, fallen human nature, is from when they ate from Satan. So that nature got into them and they're cursed. Mm -hmm. They ate from, because all spirits are trees. How do we know that? How is it established in the New Testament? I see all men as trees. Oh, wrong dimension here. Try again. So the spirit is a tree. Every spirit is a tree. So before they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, who did they eat from? They ate from the tree of Satan as a tree, as a spirit in the garden. That's the difference between, oh, why is it written in the book of one Enoch that the holy are going to eat from this tree? If it's inherently evil, why did God have it in perfect creation? Isn't that interesting? And uh, right before... I want to explain that mystery one more time about the tree. Oh yeah, before they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they ate from Satan as a tree. He was the tree that they ate from before they ate from the knowledge of good and evil. In the Garden of Eden, in the Garden below. of Eden below, that caused There's the a Garden of Eden above, and the Garden of Eden Eden below, as above so yeah. below. It is written, which means when they ate from the devil's words and obeyed the devil in the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. below, they were stuck below. The devil was not inside Father God's heart, the Garden of Eden above. That's not possible. The devil never going to get into Father's heart. So that that explains why there's a serpent in the garden. He wasn't in the Father's heart, the above Garden of Eden. He was in Adam and Eve's dominion in the below garden on the earth. True, Zania. Right. 
I mean, if you read Paradise Lost, he goes and says something to Uriel. Oh yeah, point me away. You know, I want to go and see. It's really interesting. Always a deceiver, but um, not much gets by Uriel. He knew something was fishy going on there and reported that. That's a really fascinating book to read sometime in your downtime. If you're into epic poems that about things that happen. Pilgrim's the Progress. Uh oh, that one is um. Paradise Lost. Paradise but Lost. Pilgrim's Progress, that's another really mm. good one. I like the children's version with the nice pictures. They have a really cool map. Awesome. Love it. Um, yeah, Becca book. That one. Really great pictures. A lot of Garden of Eden revelation and Paradise yeah. Lost. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, every spirit is a tree. We understand that. We're just reiterating that from Jesus Christ himself, who said, or he healed the man, he healed his eyes, and said, What do you see? I see all men as trees. He was seeing their spirits. So spirits are trees in the invisible realm. Okay, wrong dimension. Let's go ahead and do that one more time. All right. And not really wrong. He did it on purpose that way. Everything's very purposeful. To establish doctrine. Exactly. So now he sees all the people like the flesh people. (laughs) So every spirit is a tree. When they ate from Satan and his words and believed what he said, they ate from him. So that seed... In the fruit of Satan's word out of his mouth, reproduce the seed after his own kind. Because trees reproduce, they produce fruit containing seed that reproduces after its own kind. So when they ate from Satan, that seed of death went into them and started to produce death after its own kind. You know what I just saw a vision of? Hmm. Tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the Garden of Eden below on the earth. When Adam and Eve sinned, tree of life shot up to the third heaven tree of the knowledge of good and evil remained and that's what they've been using to rule over the earth with fallen angels ever since but jesus christ said now the tree of life is on both sides of the river which means it's in the garden of eden below earth and garden of eden above father god yeah it's all about who says what to you and what do you believe that people say to you who did it come from interesting genesis 2 15 the lord put the man in the garden of eden to take care of it and to look after it. But the Lord told him, the Lord told him, he told Adam, you may eat fruit from any tree in the garden, except the one that has the power to let you know the difference between right and wrong. If you eat any fruit from that tree, you will die before the day is over. And then right after that, he says, it isn't good for man to be alone. And then he makes and shows him all the animals. And then, you know, they, he ends up giving him Eve as a partner. And so that instruction came before Eve was actually created and brought to him. And then you can see how they were severed in their connection to the Garden of Eden above and the Garden of Eden below. Mm. So the sapphire stones connected the mm-hmm. two gardens through the second heavens. And that was severed in the fall. Oh, yeah. So we were disconnected from God. And then now we're reconnecting through the sapphire stones, the original connection that was in the beginning. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Psalms 33.9, he breathed the words and worlds, plural. He breathed words and worlds were birthed. Let there be, and there it was, springing forth the moment he spoke, no sooner said than done. 1 Corinthians 2, 7. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery, even the wisdom that hath been hidden, which God foreordained before the worlds unto our our glory. So 
one of the most essential established apostolic doctrines for the children of the resurrection in this generation is understanding worlds plural. Okay, we go from glory to glory. What does that mean, going from glory to glory? World to world in elevations. It is rare because of the current status of Christian teaching. Anyone even ascends out of this world. They start to get persecuted. They start to get called fringe and cult and all kinds of names and all kinds of paranoia and fear because we have not understood the path to God. We have turned the celestial into the terrestrial. So anyone that begins to ascend worlds becomes the enemy because they're leaving the domain of fallen angels. And the fallen angels begin to turn those people against those who ascend. And that's why hardly anyone's done it. And when people start to do it, they get attacked from all sides. Yep. You we need had, the Shekinah flow. We had familiar spirits possessing three different drivers driving to Joel's bar here tonight manifesting demons in contorted faces. Same exact face on three individuals. That, my friends, is called a demonic assignment. Mm, yeah, <laughs> Understand, when you start to advance the kingdom, Satan will do everything to slow you down, stop you up, smear your rep reputation, slander, gossip, everything he can do to shut you down. Because if you keep going, people are going to notice that you're tapping into something, and they'll begin to learn higher wisdom, celestial wisdom, greater wisdom. Then the devil's kingdom diminishes. And that's what we're making progress in yes. right now this spring. You're going to need the Shekinah flow. You're going to need the flow of the glory of the Shekinah. The Shekinah glory of God, of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Shekinah glory within you overflowing. That Kavad, oh yeah, the Kavad, the Kavad of God comes down from Hod. The Kabod of God comes down from Hod. The Kabod of God comes down from Hod. You can remember it like that. The Kabod of God comes down from Hod. Now you'll never forget, right? Yeah, it says, what does the Bible say in James? Everything comes down mm -hmm. from the Father of lights you, in whom there is no shadows. Ooh, you Everything are going to restore the Shekinah glory within your vessel. <laughs> and you could maybe you've been building it up for a couple years. You're a pretty solid drinker. You've been growing in your spirit. There, but something has to connect. When you have a circuit board or circuitry, what's the difference between when you flip the light switch on and the light bulb itself coming on? You're like, I've been flipping the switch, and why ain't the light bulb come on yet? <laughs> no power. <laughs> but but the power exists. We know power exists. It's 2023. There's electricity everywhere. So why is it when you flip the light on, it doesn't come on? Why? I believe in the correct teaching. It has to be a connection. When your mind agrees with the spirit, it connects. When your mind and heart agrees with the spirit, it connects. The Shekinah glory needs to overflow. You need Shekinah and Kavad. That's something Brandon's been teaching for years. You need both. You need both. Yep, the knowledge of the glory. It's the teaching of mm. God. So when Jesus had disciples, he taught them every day. There were all kinds of other factions learning other stuff, guys. Yeah. You had one Jewish guy with Ooh. 12 Jewish disciples learning something completely different than thousands and thousands of other teachers with their students on earth 2,000 years ago. Amen. But nowadays, you mainly just hear about him. Why? Because he had a different teaching. It's all about the quality of the teaching. And it's about to get Jewish in here. <laughs> about to get real Jewish in here in this place tonight. 
Shekinah flow. Now that Shekinah flow is interrupted, right? If there's something in a circuit, an electric circuit, and it's, the circuit is interrupted, the power doesn't flow properly, right? The Shekinah flow is interrupted by chaotic thoughts. Mm. Now the Teflon, this is where it's getting Jewish now, we talked about the Teflon on the arm and the, hand, or arm and the head. The Teflon is to bind the word of God to your arm and to your mind, your head and your hand. That's what separates you from Jezebel's religious doctrine. Is it bound to your Gevra and that? Mm. Amen. Obedience with the flesh. So Shekinah flow is interrupted by chaotic thoughts. The Teflon are to bind the word of God to your arm and to your your mind. Now, the Torah reestablishes the broken circuit. The word of God, the Torah, new Torah, reestablishes the broken circuit to energize your spirit with the word of God that has the power to overcome. <laughs> mm, I'll say that again. The Torah of Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost within your spirit realizing the glory reestablishes the broken circuit for the Shekinah flow to energize your spirit with the word of God that has the power to overcome because the Shekinah flow is interrupted by chaotic thoughts so this is a war against chaos this is a war against that primordial chaos look at it like a software upgrade for your flesh John chapter 1, the Word was made flesh. So as Torah, which is teachings of the Bible, are made your flesh, you get software upgrades. You're not prone to wrongdoing anymore. You always want to please your Father in Heaven, and you're energized in your bones and marrow to do so. Yep, so we're rewiring the brain, which I think brings us to our slides today. All right. I think he's doing a great work in the mind. He's doing a work in the mind. Thank you, Jesus. All right, because we need it. <laughs> oh, take a drink. Healing the mind. Healing the mind ministry. We really need it because y'all crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all crazy. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, it takes one oh, another one. Yeah, huh? yeah. We know. You gotta be a little. If I'm out of my mind, here comes the self-preservation. Oh boy. Okay, okay. Let's look at the nice, pretty birds. Look at the pretty birds. Oh, very nice. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Wow, much better. Much better. No chaotic thoughts here. Ready? Yep. Read it. James 1. <laughs> if any of you lacks wisdom, yep, you should ask God. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> Do it again, Lord. <laughs> Who gives generous. Okay, altar call now. <laughs> if you feel that you have received, just raise your hand and we'll have the numbers count. We have our numbers today. Raise your hand the twice. Wisdom. <laughs> After he looks the other way, so counts you again. Okay, God is giving you wisdom generously Amen. to all without finding fault, wow. and it will be given to you. It will be given to you. And they do. They do. 
<laughs> did I put that? That might have been a scribble error. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> you knew. Speaking of crazy. Deep celestial meaning. <laughs> they do. From the library of Sapphire Dino. Stones. They, yep, they do. Oh, they wow. Do. Mystical interpretation. <laughs> they do. <laughs> At least it wasn't Crayola Crayon this time, like the 666 revelation. She showed me watercolors a couple years ago. I said, oh, it's so cute. You did that when you were a little kid? She's like, that was like last month. <laughs> and it ended up being the picture that brought us into these realms. <laughs> How funny like is that? Like a little, little child. Like a you child. entered the, the sapphire stones with finger paint. Finger paints. That will be my testimony for every watercolor. Right. From Mike Michael's uh Oh, and the next verse. Section. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Uh -huh. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed Toss by, by the, the wind. wind. It matches your outfit, too. Perfect clouds of the ocean. And we got the water. Oh, yeah, water. Oh, nice fish. James 1 7. Okay. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord Ministries. <laughs> James 1 8. Such a person is double minded and unstable in all. <laughs> not just ways. Okay, what is this? Is this a warning? Is Attention. 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 Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Am I in trouble? While watching <laughs> this video, if someone else other than you comes to mind and you see it in them, be assured that that is a religious demon that does not want you to see it in yourself. Wow, that's really good. True than I'm you. glad it came with a warning. Good. It's is that one of the California statutes? Does it cause cancer? Does it heal cancer? This is like werewolf in Paris. They get locked in a room and release the dogs. Religion. Another warning? Another, yeah, Another warning. Area. Wow. I see the caution sign. If your demons are getting nervous, just buckle down. Religion is the double-mindedness of schizophrenia. Mental illness operate in varying degrees. And the choices you make influence the degree of mental health or illness. Can you read that one one more time? All right. Religion! Warning! 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 <laughs> That's the goat warning. Archangel Michael Myers. Archangel Michael Myers! Speaking of schizophrenia. Oh, yeah. Religion is the double-mindedness of schizophrenia. Mental illness operate in varying degrees, and the choices you make influence the degree of mental health or illness. Amen. Another, okay, third caution sign. This is not about your neighbor or your spouse. This is about you. And the decisions you can make. Wow. That's this is like one. Pilgrim's Progress. They have the warning signs they left along the way. There's several more. We're not done yet. Oh, man. Another caution. <laughs> Another caution here. All right. While you're watching this video, if you start thinking about someone else, put the focus back on you. Okay, okay. We'll try. Maybe put that in the notes. 
This presentation is to help you grow and overcome the higher, more subtle forms of religious schizophrenia demons. I'm just gonna write. Remember, you are loved. Ah. We'll leave that one up that for, one a for a minute. Say I'll hello. give you a moment to write down. He's Might talking need to remind yourself after about me. <laughs> He's talking about me. Just write that in the notes. He's talking about me. All right. If I think. Oh, jeez. Going right into it. What is this? Okay. Okay. So if you want to. Okay. So if you are watching online <laughs> or if you're watching here and you go on to the YouTube live stream. Please go ahead and drop a like and a subscribe. Ring the bell so you can get notifications when we go live. And uh, or if you want to put that put the other uh, screenshot back up, this picture. The one, okay. Yeah. You want? Uh, this no, one? no, the that one. Yeah. Okay. If you want to, if you're on your phone, you can take a screenshot of this on your phone or on your desktop. But in the description of this video right now, live, mm. there are two links. The first links in the description. You can download those pictures or those PDFs on your cell phone directly, or you can take, uh, again, you can take a photo of this, um, but if you want to take a second, We're highly organized, like, library around here now. Yeah. Ugh, Wisdom's library. We have angels of helps. So, yeah, two there are two in links. in the description of the video. Download pictures. The, the pictures. This will help you have the mind of Christ majorly. Okay. Every believer deals with this 100%. Yes. Remember, it's not them. It's you. It's us. It's me. The real self, inward. The false self, outward. Yikes. <laughs> I like the stick figure drawing, though. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the real inner you. That's the real me. <laughs> <laughs> Always a big smiley face. Always a smiley face. And are we ready for the video? Okay, I think so. You guys are you ready? Okay. okay. All right. This will be really good. 21. Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is a very common problem. Some authorities in the field of mental illness estimate there may be as many as 50 million persons in the United States who are afflicted to some degree with schizophrenia. Schizophrenics are estimated to make up about 50% of state psychiatric hospital admissions, with 300,000 new cases every year. Threesome cases are acute, while others are quite mild, requiring no professional treatment. Schizophrenia has remained a very baffling problem to mental health professionals. The cause and cure has remained shrouded in uncertainty. The disturbance, distortion and disintegration of personality known as schizophrenia or dementia precox is frequently encountered by the deliverance minister. Almost every person who comes to us for deliverance is found to have varying degrees of the network of demon spirits which cause schizophrenia. The Lord has graciously given us a special revelation on the problem, which enables us to restore many to wholeness of personality. Since the revelation came to my wife, Ida May, I have asked her to write the remainder of this chapter. By Ida May Hammond. The Schizophrenic Revelation. We were working very closely in deliverance with a person who did not show much improvement after repeated ministries. This person was very earnest about wanting deliverance. She loved the Lord very much, she believed with all her heart that deliverance was the answer to her problems, and she cried out to the Lord in desperation. She was completely cooperative with the ministry. Nevertheless, the overall results were disappointing. Time after time we felt that the victory was gained. For a few days her personality would show signs of stability, then suddenly everything would go into upheaval. We would be right back where we started. 
Then one night after an especially violent upheaval I was awakened from sleep. The Lord was speaking within my spirit. The Lord said, I want to give you a revelation of what is Sarah's problem. The problem is schizophrenia. Now, I was not knowledgeable on the subject. In college I had studied some psychology, enough to be familiar with such general terms as manic depressive, schizophrenia, paranoia, psychosis and neurosis. I reached back in my memory to recall that schizophrenia is sometimes referred to as split personality. The Lord gave me this definition. Schizophrenia is a disturbance, distortion or disintegration of the development of the personality. You will no longer call her Sarah but, Sarah 1, and, Sarah 2, for she has more than one personality in her. I was still in bed, still had sleep in my eyes, as the Lord continued giving the revelation. He instructed me to put my hands together, palms facing and with fingers laced together tightly. He said this represented what the schizophrenic nature was like. Each hand represented one of the dual personalities within the schizophrenic, neither of which was the real self. They were tightly interlocked. The Lord said, your hands represent the nest of demon spirits that make up schizophrenia. I want you to know that it is demonic. It is a nest of demon spirits, and they came into this person's life when she was very, very young. I will show you how it operates. Next, the Lord instructed me to take my hands apart very slowly. As my fingers were slowly disengaged the Lord showed me that these demonic spirits in the schizophrenic must be separated, cast out and given up. The process requires time. It is a shock to the person to discover that so much of his personality is not the real self. He may be afraid to discover what his true personality is. He needs time to adjust and to fall out of agreement with the false demon personalities, point by point. He must come to loathe the schizophrenic personality and fall out of agreement with it. The Lord recalled to my memory Amos chapter 3 verse 3. How can two walk together except they be agreed? One by one my fingers were disengaged, illustrating the pulling apart of the demonic personalities. Later, each finger was given a demonic designation. The last two fingers to come apart were the middle fingers on each hand. The Lord showed that these fingers represent the core of the schizophrenic rejection and rebellion. When these are finally separated the person can consider himself healed, delivered and knowing who the real self is. For being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute. He is, unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything, he thinks, feels, decides. The phrase translated, two minds, comes from a compound Greek word literally meaning, two souls. The next stage of the revelation came a few weeks later. The Lord instructed me to draw the outline of my hands on paper. Then he named the fingers as various demon spirits and showed me how each demon sets itself up in the schizophrenic. The controlled demon of schizophrenia invites other demons in, in order to cause the distortion of the personality. Schizophrenia always begins with, rejection. It commonly begins in childhood or infancy and sometimes while the child is yet in his mother's womb. There are many causes for rejection. Perhaps the child was not wanted. It may have been the wrong sex desired by one or both parents. The conditions in the home may have been unsettled. There are many, doors, that lead to rejection. Schizophrenia can be demonically inherited. Notice I said, demonically. By that I mean it is not in the blood system, not in the genes, it is in the demons. In other words, demons seek to perpetuate their like kind. It is easiest for them to do this within a family. For example, 
suppose the schizophrenia nature is in the mother. The demons will pick out one or more of her children to feed down through. The schizophrenic mother feels rejection. She is the one who is primarily responsible for feeding love into the family. She is the one who touches, handles and fondles the infant. The rejection within herself creates problems in her relationships with the child. So, the child is opened for rejection by the mother's instability. I repeat, schizophrenia always begins with rejection. Now, one can have a rejection spirit and not be a schizophrenic. In other words, it is all in the matter of forming a personality. You can have a rejection spirit and still manage to form your own personality and be secure in yourself. To the contrary, the schizophrenic is always floundering. Who am I? The identity of the true self is confused or lost. Rejection, shown on the left hand in the illustration, is the control demon in one of the personalities set up within the schizophrenic. Rejection depicts a withdrawn type personality. It is a feeling within, it is agony within, it is a starvation of love. It is insecurity, it is inferiority, it is fantasy, it is unreality, it is all on the inside, I don't share in this. This is one personality the demons set up. The second personality set up by the demons is rebellion. See the middle finger on the right hand in the illustration. When a child does not have satisfactory love relationships in life he grows up being unable to feel and share in love relationships. A rebellion sets in. He begins to fight for love. Or he lashes out at those who have starved him of love. Rebellion asserts itself in stubbornness, self-will and selfishness. Here is another personality. This one is not inward and withdrawn. It is aggressive and lashing out in anger, bitterness, resentment, hatred and retaliation. The schizophrenic is literally under these two opposite powers. He can switch from one type personality to the other in a moment's time. The Lord showed me that I was to refer to the schizophrenic person as Sarah 1 and Sarah 2, the Sarah 1 being the real person and the Sarah 2, the schizophrenic personality which has two sides to it. Therefore, there are really three personalities involved, the real personality, the rejection personality and the rebellion personality. In 30 minutes time one may see all three personalities manifested. Naturally, this brings much confusion to the person himself as well as to others around him. The real person is neither of the hands. The real self is shown in the illustration between the arms at the bottom. The demons have not permitted the real self to develop. The schizophrenic does not know his real self. When the schizophrenic begins to be delivered, the real self must have Jesus. Jesus must start growing in the person, developing that personality, and making it what he wants it to be. This is why the schizophrenic deliverance requires time. Sometimes several months or even a year, or longer. The deliverance must work in balance with the development of the real self. It cannot be rushed, for there is nothing for the person to fall back upon. If every demon in the schizophrenic person were suddenly cast out he would feel totally lost. Identity with the real self requires time. As the schizophrenic nature is knocked out the true personality must come forth to replace it. Let me illustrate what can happen when a schizophrenic is in the process of deliverance. He may be learning submission to authority. He is faced with a test. There is a situation where he is required to be submissive. He is not in the habit of being submissive. What will he do? Will he fall back into rejection? Go to his room? Cover his face? Refuse to talk to anyone? Or, will he fall back into rebellion? Expressing anger? 
becoming defiant, showing stubbornness, or will he permit the nature of Jesus to come forth, cooperating, yielding to authority, becoming submissive? The decision is his. He must be willing to fall out of agreement with the demons and to break old habit patterns. The real self must have become strong enough in Christ to carry through on the right decision. On the illustration you will see a swirl at the top, between the two hands. This represents a hurricane. The schizophrenic person continually creates storms around himself. He is caught in these storms, and others must relate to what is happening. Notice that some of the arrows also carry swirls or hurricanes. If the person trying to relate is also unstable he brings his storm into the schizophrenic storm. You then have a storm within a storm. Other arrows are straight. These depict persons who are stable and can relate to the hurricane in a stable way. Such a person can engage the storm without being damaged or scarred. He is not captured by the turmoil. The deliverance minister must be able to come in as a straight arrow. These times of storm cause the root of bitterness to form see right hand, and to be driven deeper and deeper. Now, let us see what the other fingers on the left hand represent. The ring finger is designated lust. The Lord showed me that this demon weds a person to the world for love. Lust is rooted in rejection. If one has not received satisfactory love through the normal channels of life, the carnal nature will begin to search for its kind of love, sensual love. Thus, the door is opened for the demon of lust to enter. A companion spirit in this group is fantasy lust which may cause the person to imagine he is some great lover of the motion picture world or to fantasy sexual experiences as a prelude to overt acts. The holotry spirit in women may first manifest itself in dress and provocativeness. Sexual perversions represent extreme attempts to overcome rejection. Sexual experiences, real or imaginary, can never satisfy the need for genuine love. They are the devil's substitutes for real love and leave a person ridden with frustration and guilt. The little finger on the left hand represents insecurity and inferiority. This is yet another manifestation of rejection. The person who has a deep sense of rejection feels insecure and inferior. The index finger on the left hand is self-accusation. This demon causes a person to turn against himself and tears down his sense of personal worth. In most cases we have found self-accusation coupled with a compulsion to confess. For example, if the person has fallen into immorality he cannot rest until he has confessed his wrongdoing. He usually confesses to those who should show him the most love. He is driven to do this in an effort to shock others into giving him forced attention and thereby find a substitute for love. Now, let us move to the right hand in the illustration. The middle finger in the illustration is designated rebellion. As we have seen, rebellion identifies one of the false personalities set up by the demons. This group of demons may be considered compensating spirits for rejection. Rebellion is the opposite of rejection. One is expressive and turbulent, the other is withdrawn and insecure. The ring finger on the right hand represents self-will. This demon weds a person to selfish desires. This opens the way for stubbornness, selfishness and unteachableness. Again, we see the compensation for rejection. Since the person has been rejected or fears rejection he is driven to pamper self. To push self. He is thereby trying to overcome feelings of rejection. The index finger is called accusation. It, too, is a compensating demon. It draws the attention away from the rejection. It seeks to eliminate a concentration on self by calling attention to others. 
The left index finger points at self. I am to blame, while the right index finger points at others, you are to blame. The accusation demon opens the door for companion spirits of judgmentalism. The little finger on the right hand is self-deception. Its companions are delusion, self-seduction and pride. These three spirits of self inflate pride. Pride is another compensation for rejection. One who feels rejected wants to feel important. The spirit of delusion comes along and says, you are really somebody, you are a spiritual giant, or some other kind of giant. The ego that has been wounded appears to be given a boost. But it is all demonic. It only leads to greater frustration and disappointment. In one case of ministry, the spirit of self-deception had convinced a 13-year-old girl that she was 19. She took on another name to go with her other person. She attempted to think, talk and act like an older girl. She was pushed beyond her abilities and her normal maturity. It added greatly to her oppression. One who feels rejected wants to feel important. The spirit of delusion comes along and says, you are really somebody, you are a spiritual giant, or some other kind of giant. The ego that has been wounded appears to be given a boost. But it is all demonic. It only leads to greater frustration and disappointment. In one case of ministry, the spirit of self-deception had convinced a 13-year-old girl that she was 19. She took on another name to go with her other person. She attempted to think, talk and act like an older girl. She was pushed beyond her abilities and her normal maturity. It added greatly to her oppression. Through the revelation the Lord showed how the thumbs represent the paranoid phase of schizophrenia. Part of it is represented in the left thumb because it is rooted in rejection. On the rejection side are spirits of jealousy and envy. Those who are deficient in reciprocal love relationships become jealous and envious of those who do experience satisfying love. On the rebellion side are spirits of distrust, suspicion, fears and persecution. There is another demon in this later group and it is called confrontation with honesty at all cost. There is another demon in this later group and it is called confrontation with honesty at all cost. Suspicion and distrust build up in the person until he is compelled to confront the other person. After the confrontation the pressure dies down within him for a while. But it leaves the attacked person to handle his wounds. The person acting under the influence of paranoid demons is quite insensitive as to how many wounds he causes, yet he is super sensitive to every offense toward himself. The revelation portrayed in the fingers and thumbs has proved to be infallible, as judged by numerous ministries with schizophrenics. There is no flaw in it. The demons listed down the left hand are representative of other spirits that are commonly found within the rejection side of the schizophrenia pattern. These will have some variations from person to person. The listing is suggestive rather than exhaustive. It is apparent in most instances that the demons listed on the left hand are in some way associated with the triad of rejection type spirits. Rejection, fear of rejection and self-rejection. The listing of demons on the right hand include control and possessiveness. They are directly related to rebellion. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. 1 Sam. 15.23a. This verse can be interpreted in two ways. First, I interpret it to mean that to God rebellion is as abominable as witchcraft itself. I also interpret it to mean that one who has a rebellious nature has the nature of a witch. The purpose in witchcraft is to control. It is the controlling of another person by knowingly or unknowingly employing the power of evil spirits. Rebellion often leads to control. Now, 
Let us continue down the right hand. There is a root of bitterness. In all of life one does have conflicts. Things do happen and words are spoken that require an attitude of forgiveness. Here lies the problem with the schizophrenic. He is unable to forgive. He has an unforgiving spirit. The things that happened 30 years ago are just as alive as they were the minute they happened. The root of bitterness is kept alive and out of it comes resentment, hatred, anger, retaliation, violence and murder. There can be many other demons attached to such a root of bitterness. How does the schizophrenic come out of this tangled mess? The three main areas to conquer are rejection, rebellion and the root of bitterness. As these areas are conquered the house, life, must be filled by the giving and receiving of love, by submission to every valid authority and by forgiveness of all persons regardless of the circumstances. When these three areas are conquered the other related spirits lose their strength. Determination is necessary. The person who can persistently say, I will be different. I will not let demons rule my life. Will eventually see victory. Between the hands at the bottom of the illustration is a little, stick figure called the, real self. As the deliverance takes place over a period of time, the, real self, must rise up, depicted by arrows. And part the false schizophrenic personalities by falling out of agreement with all of their influence and all that they represent. The, real self, must take on the nature of Jesus himself. Spiritual exercises such as Bible study, prayer, fasting, praise and fellowship with other believers is essential to a successful deliverance. These spiritual exercises will also accelerate the deliverance process as the person's life is filled with the positive things of Christ Jesus. It is hard work for both the schizophrenic patient and the deliverance minister. I greatly admire schizophrenics who fight through to victory. I admire these victories above all other deliverances. The schizophrenia deliverance is the deepest, most involved and most determined deliverance that we have encountered. Praise God. Amen. Juicy stuff. So good. And just a quick reminder after that one, schizophrenia is the religious demon. Mm -hmm. So... There's a grace that when we look at the extreme cases in the natural and the flesh that are like doctor documented, uh, what is it when it diagnosed mm. cases, we learn from looking at the natural realm and the problems as well as the positive things about the spirituality of the invisible world. So every single person watching that clip that we just watched, there's something that's relatable in there to you. There's something relatable in there to me. It's all in a spectrum. And now I, I did study uh, psychology in university and one of the things that they teach you when whether you're prepping for that or that you're in the program is that it's a spectrum. Even just using regular library wisdom, dictionary wisdom, it's a spectrum. Someone might be born with something genetically that predisposes them to be really far one way or the other. But overall, in general, what moves you on that sliding scale from, you know, uh, sanity to insanity, just in the natural realm of psychology, is the decisions and the choices that we make. How we respond to what happens to us in life. And so you can see, someone might start off with a hard life or, you know, maybe there's a, a mental disability or something they were born with circumstances, situations, 
but they make choices. And those choices, in reality, to get you to true sanity, a sound mind, power, love, and a sound mind is what? The Holy Spirit. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So as you make choices to agree with Jesus Christ, the Word of God made flesh, you move on that spectrum, choice by choice, either closer to that light of glory within, and a sound mind, or farther out towards insanity. That's why you see with specific cultural and political beliefs and religious beliefs, whatever domain it is, when they go towards certain belief systems, it goes more and more towards insanity. Have they lost their dang minds out there? Yes, they have, by making choices that agree with demonic doctrines, politics, uh, teachings, religions, instead of going closer to the throne of God, which is that light of glory that heals the mind, that rainbow mind of Christ. It's a rainbow connection. Mm. Amen. You were talking today at lunch about the discipline of the natural oh. man before you have the discipline of the spiritual oh, man. Yeah. And it's so essential that young believers understand that. And really, mm. all the Christians on earth are young believers compared to where we're going in sonship and ruling from heavenly Jerusalem. So let's okay. identify as young believers. The young believers have to have the discipline of the flesh. Like before there is the spiritual purity there is the natural discipline mm -hmm. in the private parts. Right. Before there is uh, a natural, you know, a discipline in, uh, say, drinking or reading the Bible or something like that, you take your body and you force it into the Word of God, and then it's written on the inside. So the, the foundation of first in the natural, then in the spiritual, mm -hmm. is for all young Christians it's not just this breakthrough in the spirit, but your body is just wild going out here doing whatever you want. That is the schizophrenia. Yeah. <laughs> that is not being able to do what you want to do, Romans 7. Right. So look at the sapphire stones. Yasad, Gavra, and Da'at. Those are our major pain points a lot of times when we're talking about these kinds of things. Uh, Yasad, sexual purity. At first, it takes external discipline. Whatever it takes ministries, if you have to install software in your computer, get an accountability partner, talk to a friend, call your grandma, look at videos of fuzzy bunnies being nice, uh, tie your hands to the bedpost. <laughs> you know, resist sin. Have you resisted sin even to the point of shedding blood? Yet, no, probably not. There's something else that you can do, external discipline. This is the principle. The external discipline has to be there until the creature changes. First, you do, you discipline it's yourself so to be holy, and then later on, you find that you've become a creature who doesn't think that way anymore. You don't, you don't have those kind of thoughts. You don't, you're not attracted. A disciple to those is kinds one is conditioned naturally to flow with the Holy Spirit. So it's called a holy brainwash. Everyone's brainwashed by something. Be washed in the water of the word in your brain, the Bible says. The issue is, can you wash your body with the ability and the desire and the will of God the Father to change all your actions so that wrongdoing ceases in your lives and you're living and acting and speaking like the angels in heaven continuously. The heavens pour forth speech. God the Father's desire is to have you as heavenly bodies, the heavenly bride of Christ, which is the heavenly body of Christ, 
pouring forth the speech, creating new earth constantly. Yep. Yasad, Gevra, and Da'at. In the same way, when it comes to Gevra, that's your hand and your heart. Right? It's this, but where the Teflon goes, all the way down those seven, wrap around, from your heart, through your hand, your left hand, in the same way that we talked about sexual purity, now your hand, your, you know, your arm, your hand not be raised against your brother, right? What you do, uh, are you going to be, um, let, let's say, like finances, are you going to withhold? Or do you tithe? Or when you see something at work that you're supposed to do, that God tells you, I want you to be kind to this person, or I want you to be firm, stand your ground with this person, don't let them you know, walk all over you, or do the right thing when you know that's the right thing to do. So that's your hand. What causes your hand? First, you're going to take the Word of God and bind it to your hand, your actions. So it's that external discipline to do the right thing. It's a discipline, even though you might might feel painful at first, you tithe 10%. Because you know it's the word of God, and you know there's no way to maintain in the kingdom unless you're giving into the kingdom. It's been established. How do you know yeah. if you're culturally brainwashed? Right. That considering a tithe at a restaurant is disgraceful. I won't even dine with that person anymore if they only tip 10%. But almost no Christians, only 3% of Christians, even give 10% in U.S. Christianity right now. But we give 20% a double tithe every time we feed our stomachs. Oh, I feel the resistance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Satan. Yeah. Let it just get torn down. I'm telling you. That's because they value the Pizza Hut. They value the burger. They value the McChicken Nuggies. I'm I could a, feel. That they, was like the most witchcraft I've yeah. ever felt at Gold Bar when I released that. Right. So, yeah, if we don't think anything of it, you know, if, if someone's like, oh God, they tip 10%, like I'm embar it's embarrassing, right? You're just like, unless it was like really horrible. They might ban service. you from the restaurant. Like only 10%. They'll right. even do mandatory 20% in half the restaurants in the Twin Cities now. Right. Imagine if you did mandatory 20% in churches. <laughs> you have people with pickets boycotting outside right. the front door. That's because we tend to value burger <laughs> instead of burger magi. Oh, which the see the mystery that also is, is schizophrenia. Yeah, it's also schizophrenia. It's religion, because why is this thing that feeds my spirit less important than the thing that feeds my flesh? So it's like, what do you value? It doesn't mean you should just like not eat ever again, you know. But understanding and even just out there in in the natural realm, always being that person that's like, I've got to give twenty percent. Like I'm going if I'm going out to eat. There's no point in me going out to eat if I can't tie, if I can't tip 20% because I value that service. I know that's what they're doing for their livelihood. That's where they're at at that point in their life. That's what they're doing. And so it's like... And there, it really grieves the Holy Spirit too. Mm -hmm. Finances is one of the most talked about subject of Jesus Christ in Matthew, Mark, mm -hmm. Luke, and John. Yeah, and the charismatic Laodicean Church of America cringes at it. Mm -hmm. Man, I, I don't think I've ever confronted anything like that in the history of Joel's Bar. Yeah. It was like pure slime from head to toes when I went after it. We're going after Samuel and Lilith's jugular tonight. Yeah. And it does involve finances. finances. It absolutely does. Bringing it to the surface mm -hmm. and using the sharp two-edged sword to bring realities that Americans can relate to 
so they can stop grieving the Holy Spirit and start obeying the Holy right. Spirit because then the kingdom gets advanced. That's a great evangelism too. Like tipping 20% in a restaurant, that'll get somebody saved. Literally, I've seen that happen before. Uh, it's uh, Twin Cities, they have a mandatory law here, you know, for most places, that statute that they have to provide a living wage. But in a lot of places and states and cities where they don't have that, uh, one of the worst days of the week for employees to work in restaurants is on Sundays. And they would tell you that because a lot of people come in just out of church, worse tipping, really stingy, really rude, really demanding, running around, getting upset, getting offended, and just this a nightmare day. Like, why is ever why are the Christians the worst? And so none of them want anything to do with Jesus or God because pff, they act like Satan. That's how Satan acts. And so they get hearted hearted and they're like, I'm better off with my good vibes and my crystals. Thank you very much. Then we'll, whatever that is. Because they're manifesting Satan's kingdom, but calling themselves Christians. And so if you notice when you go out to eat and you display the fruit of the Spirit and you show that kindness, there might be a divine appointment. A lot of people have gotten saved to the knowledge of Jesus just from a 20% or I know some people are, will give like a 100% tip and that just melts them so much. They're, it bursts them wide open to receive Jesus. And it bring, I've seen people come back to, to almost to tears to where they're ready to receive. They believed in God, but they got wounded by religion. And so they're closed off. And it was that money giving, that, uh, that generous, abundant tip that melted their hearts to the point of tears that they could believe in God again. And it absolutely melts God's heart as well. He's definitely really into people becoming generous and cheerful givers. It's not a small thing to him. It really represents where your heart is. It is written where your finances are is a full 100% accurate description of where your heart is. And so the truth is 97% of Christians' hearts are not with Jesus. They're with the ideas about Jesus because they know they're right. So it's a demonic level faith. So it's a pretty intense situation. But God's going to bring on mass deliverance, and I believe there's going to be on mass healing and repentance. And it, it takes the Holy Spirit convicting. Jesus Christ said, when I bring the Holy Spirit, he will come to convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So the evidence that the Holy Spirit's in the ministry is people are getting convicted of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And there's change. And we're not going to allow demons to rule our lives. We're going to be victorious against all the rebellion, the rejection, the schizophrenia, the religion, and every other thing the devil's tried to do to kill us. And we're going to overcome. Yep. And I want to reiterate some of those things over the schizophrenia. We talked about the chaotic thoughts. We talked about the flow of the Shekinah glory. Is what The flow of the Shekinah glory is not complete within you because the connection was interrupted. Right, that circuit board connection was interrupted by the thoughts from chaos. These chaotic thoughts become the storms that oppose your unity with the divine flow, the emanations of Shekinah. It's the glory. Learn how to flow in the glory. Glory, circuit, lightning connections. Ethereal lightning ephod is a circuit of divine it feels like lightning in my energy. Arms. You feel it? Yeah, there's, it literally feels like lightning inside my arms right now. All right. We're breaking through some serious stuff today. 
It's very exciting. So if you guys want to take both of your hands and let's put them together like this. Remember the picture that we saw like this? It's the, the rebellion <laughs> and the rejection. So all of you, if you've made it this far, I already know you face so much rejection. So I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And we're release, releasing healing now. You are accepted. You are loved. You don't need rebellion to overcome rejection. You are not rejected. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. There is a place in the kingdom for you. There's a position for you to fill that God wants you to fill. Not somebody else. He wants you to do it. He created you to do it. He wants you to do it. Not somebody else. Stop being afraid if somebody else is going to take my spot. He's got it reserved. Have you seen the reserve? If, if, if people can put a reserve sign on a chair <laughs> made of plastic and it works, how much more does your father in heaven who created everything literally how much more than a plastic sign can he do for you reserved mm -hmm. reserved for you that's your destiny and no one else's mm -hmm. so we're gonna get rid of all that so just break that apart and just release all those thoughts of chaos and worry we just give it to you father mm -hmm. let it not be interrupted like let that the teflon the holy invisible Physical Teflon be bound on everyone at the sound of my voice, past, present, and future. Bound the Word of God, the Torah, the Living Word, on the left hand and over the mind over Da'at, sealed with the Word of God, Shekinah glory circuit, to restore power to the body of Christ and purity, purity that they will go that they will go through the discipline. Whatever it takes to discipline the mind, discipline the hand, discipline the sexual organs, whatever external discipline that you need to do, submit to it, the Word of God, remind yourself of the Word of God, bind it to your hand and to your head, and you will become a creature. You are becoming a creature who does that automatically. But first, we're starting with the discipline, and it's not burdensome. It's getting easier and easier and lighter and lighter. Shake off every hindrance as you realize the glory within you. As we're watching um, Pigs in the Parlor, that small section from that book that's on our RLM YouTube, um, I know there's deliverance here tonight because I saw a spirit of witchcraft literally crawl out this wall. And so just make sure whoever's that was doesn't pick it up when they go out the front door. Amen. <laughs> Bye, Emma. <laughs> Everything loose out of the people today. <laughs> Let it be loose out, out of the souls, out of the hearts, out of the minds, and let everything loose today of the kingdom of hell be bound in chains and burned in the lake of fire. Let not one thing get away. Let not one of them escape. Let them all be brought to immediate judgment. In Jesus' name, let you let these ones be sealed. Let everyone watching at home be sealed. Let everyone watching here in person be sealed at a new level that they will it will not come back. You will keep your house clean and filled, not with the storms of this life, situation circumstances it's the shekinah which is the malkut and the moon yasad because remember malkut is really the real one is on the moon it's the kingdom standing on the moon clothed in the sun and bina which bina which represents saturn the day of rest enter his rest that is a double-edged sword the above and below that cuts through the circumstances and the chaos in your life and that's mm -hmm. what's cutting through 
that you can walk in your destiny despite the chaotic circumstances because you have the flow of that circuit board of the lightning ephod of the heavenly priesthood you are the priestly bride being made ready in purity and in power to overcome Shield mind awesome Amen. you're anchored to the mind of christ we'll close with this revelation 4 3 this is the chief cornerstone the mind of jesus your savior and he who sat there, Jesus Christ, appeared like the crystalline sparkle of a jasper stone and the fiery redness of a sardius stone. And encircling the throne, there was a rainbow that looked like the color of an emerald. Why emerald? Judah goes forth and first to heal man's mind. Emerald was the gemstone of the tribe of Judah, of the high priest ephod. It's the color of Jesus Christ's physical brain transfigured at the right hand of God because he's the first mind of man perfected at the right hand of God. All of us together are like second and third. Amen. Emerald Mandalore. Amen. <laughs> Take Glory. Back, so you're anchored to a perfect mind in heaven. Have the same mind that's in Jesus Christ burning through your brains. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. If you want to download those pictures, links are in the description of the video. If you want to support the ministry, links are there too. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. If you feel like you got delivered tonight, Yes. <laughs> if you want to hang out a little bit after the bar and just kind of soak in the glory and get filled, that's fine too. Just take your time. You know, take your time getting up.